Yom Yom Yud Gimel Tammuz, the 13th day of the month of Tammuz, it's Chagakullah. It is the continuation of the holiday from yesterday. It's actually the day the Friedrich Rebbe was released <clears throat> practically. Actually, he got the papers. And it's a 48 hour holiday. And today is the second day of it. And the Rebbe says, Ein Oimrim Tachnun. Because of this, we do not confess our sins. We do not say Tachnun in Davening. <clears throat> and the Rebbe tells us what happened on, on today's date. Yoim Boy Today is the day that the Rebbe. Referring to the free the Rebbe, the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Yisvitzchok Schneerson, the day that he went out freed, uh, to freedom from his state of exile, he was in Kastrama, he was exiled, he was supposed to be there for a number of years, and uh, he was liberated. Hamaiser Huschal Reva al Shoa Hashlishis or Liyoim Rivi'i. Rebbe says that the imprisonment began a quarter. In the third hour, in other words, 2.15 a.m. Um, on Wednesday. In other words, Tuesday night, early Wednesday morning. Um, on the 15th day of Sivan, nineteen twenty-seven. In English, it was June 15th. Um, he was arrested. And in those days... Someone of the Friedrich Rebbe's stature, someone of the Friedrich Rebbe's rebelliousness, and uh, running thousands of organizations which the state did not want to be running, it was essentially a death sentence. And in fact, that was their, that was the game plan. His akiv begolos birkastrama ad chatsi shao achatsayim yim haravish leishasubatamos tafrish pezayin. How long did it last for? Precisely, in other words, the whole ordeal, his death sentence ended up being removed. He ended up being sent into exile. And when was he liberated from his exile in Kastanama? Um, it was twelve thirty, a half hour after midday, on a Wednesday, the thirteenth of Tammuz, same year, June, July thirteenth, July thirteenth. Um. I've always th- thought that the reason why that it helps to put it into perspective to give exact times and places for a number of reasons, but one of them is that when a person is going through hell, we we tend to think that it's the end of the world, and we don't realize sometimes that there's a it's life after life. There's a when you put it into perspective that it began on this date and it ended at this date, that really quarantines the event. And then even when a person finds himself going through something, when they know that there's a liberation at the end and that it's all leading there and it's all just to make them stronger, etc., it helps to, to, to know what minute did it begin. There's a minute, on, a, there's a moment on the calendar and a physical date actual time of the day where the nightmare comes to an end and uh, or what seemed to be a nightmare but turned out to be the greatest blessing um, so this is something the Friedrich Rebbe even uh, in some of the Sikhs when he was in Russia you'll see the Friedrich Rebbe said that that people are going to boast to each other how long they sat in prison one day we're going to be out of Russia and we're going to talk about the people who were Meiser Nefesh, who weren't Meiser Nefesh. 
the Friedrich Rebbe was inculcating a certain perspective where he never really saw himself as being under the domination of the communists, the communist regime. He, he was living with Hashem, and Hashem was going to decide his fate, and ultimately, Baruch Hashem, he was liberated. <clears throat> now, today's Hayyem Yem is very similar to yesterday's. The Rebbe quotes a letter from the Friedrich Rebbe marking the festival of his liberation. It's obviously a different letter than yesterday's. <clears throat> Behold, I am sending a Maimer, a Hasidic discourse. This is my participation um, with our friends, with my beloved Hasidim and friends, um, and all, all the places where they live. May it be with uh, success. Um, this is my way of being with you being united with you as if I'm for bringing with you regarding particularly what are we for bringing about for the purpose of strengthening the practices of Hasidus it's fascinating because the war, the war that the Friedrich Rebbe was waging wasn't on Chassidus per se. It was, it was literally on Yiddishkeit, Aleph Beis, Chadarim. This was literally a war on Tefillin, Shabbos, Kashrus. That's what the Friedrich Rebbe was fighting for. Yet here, he says the Fabrengen is about Darkei Chassidus, the ways of Chassidus. So first of all, Yiddishkeit is synonymous with Chassidus. <clears throat> That's first of all. Yiddishkeit is the neshama of... of uh, Chassidus is the neshama of, of Yiddishkeit, so therefore the two are one and the same. Second of all, the, the, the two missions don't contradict each other. The ultimate fulfillment, a Yid needs to be from, and then when a Yid's from, obviously it's not a means to an end, a Yid needs to be from, because Hashem wants him to keep the Torah, but when a Yid is from, then he could be the ultimate Jew, he's able to study Chassidus, if, you, if you're not from then uh, what are the chances that you're going to study Chassidus? The, the, really, it, it, there's also an element here that it, everything we're doing is strengthening Chassidus, the mission to bring Mashiach. The Baal said the way to bring Mashiach is when Chassidus spreads to the whole world. So strengthening the ways of uh, Chassidus, and particularly, how do you strengthen the ways of Chassidus? By setting and observing the times of the study of Chassidus. And then, not just the study of Chassidus, to be awakened, aroused, to fulfill that which you are learning. Which, of course, is the ultimate connection to the ways of Chassidus, because what inspires a person to give up their life to, in order to spread Yiddishkeit? Why is it, there were millions of Jews in Russia, why is it that the only option for Jewish education was Chabad. And this is a factual concept that the Rebbe spent decades, the Rebbe who went through it personally, the Rebbe, our Rebbe, was in his 20s when the, when the communists came to power and he was with his father-in-law through the whole thing. And he left Russia with the Friedrich Rebbe, and etc. The Rebbe said hundreds of times that, look, the fact is in the pudding. The only ones who did not crumble, the only ones who stayed strong and didn't, their institutions didn't collapse, and they kept, they were strong themselves and strengthened everyone else, was Chabad. 
So the Rebbe said, what does that tell you? That tells you in a moment of truth, this, this, is the, this, proves, this proves the principle, this proves that without chassidus, you don't really, uh, you can't retain anything. Really, it's the, it's the real core, it's the neshama of, 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 uh, of Yiddishkeit. And me personally, um, the only reason I'm here today as a Frumiyid and as a Lubavitcher is because my grandfather whose uh, family came from a Skvera background, who were in U- the Ukraine, the, uh, the all, everything collapsed. The only ones open were Chabad. And the Skvera Rebbe told his chassidim to all go to Chabad, because they're the only ones open. And indeed, uh, his father listened. Him and his, uh, his siblings, his two siblings. And uh, after leaving, after escaping many years later, Russia, after the war... The, uh, my grandfather became Chabad, built a big Chabad family, and uh, his two siblings actually did not become Chabad. They're Lelevech Siddim in Eretz Yisrael, but with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. I don't think they even know that the only reason they're from is because of Chabad. Right? Fine. And there's thousands, there's hundreds of thousands of Jews like this because of the Messiah Nefesh of the Friedrich Rebbe. So, what the Rebbe, so here what the Rebbe says that to learn Chassidus, and to be inspired to fulfill that which you're learning, to implement practically. There's an implication that comes out of this learning. Our God and the God of our fathers, should bless and will bless the general Anash, our whole community of Chsidim, Hey, Mubesim, Zadom, Vezera Zadom, they, their households, their offspring and the offspring of their offspring. Among the uh, our brothers, the people of Israel, is <clears throat> a shailin halacha by Birchsatayra, whether to say tzetzeinu v'tzetzeinu, our offspring and uh, those who come out of our offspring. Now, Alter Rebbe says actually not to say it in the Siddur. We don't say it because it says it's your offspring. It's your offspring. Other Siddurim say it. It's here. It's interesting. In this letter, he, he spells it out: zaram v'zera zaram. Um, um, unless it, there's a difference between Zaram and, and, and Tzetzoyim <clears throat> that's just a, a mental note, something to think about um, Hashem Aleim Yichyu Hashem should uh, grant them eternal life and they should all be blessed with all good things of the soul and of the flesh good yomtiv everyone good yomtiv, good yomtiv